Hey guys, going live today with Ellen to talk about postpartum strength and mobility. We're going to be going through a few things um, to be aware of, um, a few exercises, and then, yeah, we will answer your questions as we go. Hey. Hi. Work. Hey. Work. <laughs> it worked yeah. quickly. That's great. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Um, so yeah, I just uh, said to people that we are going to talk about postpartum strength and mobility. And um, Ellen is a specialist in this. So we are going to go through, through a few things. If you have any questions, just pop them over here. We'll do our best to answer you. So yeah, Ellen, do you want to like uh, briefly explain um, what we're going to go through? Absolutely. So um, as Hallie said, I'm a I'm a pre and postnatal specialist. So that what that means is I work with women who are pregnant and women who are postpartum. Um, and I also specialize in mobility. And I think these are kind of the perfect pair because uh, when you're pregnant, you really develop a lot of imbalances in your body. So your abs stretch. So your other core musculature has to make up for um, the lack of your abdominals working. And that continues postpartum. So what do we do with mobility training? We assess people, we find out where they're tight, where they're weak, where they're too strong. Um, and then we work with them to fix those imbalances, right? So uh, mobility training is really like meant for postpartum women. So. I feel like it is. I'm yes. really excited that you did our course and certification and then now it's like kind of blended into this beautiful thing. Um, and it's just so helpful because, I mean, it's not just postpartum women that have this. Other people that have, you know, back issues um, or any kind of injury where they've been told, right, well, we need to strengthen your core. That's a very broad term. And a lot of people think that this just relies um, on this tiny little area in your middle. Yes. And to be quite honest, I don't know if um, anybody in this chat can answer this. Does anybody in this chat even know what your pelvic floor is? Because <laughs> your pelvic floor is part of your core. And it's actually a bunch of muscles that hold up your organs. So it's pretty important. So when we're talking about postpartum recovery, um, there's a big emphasis on your pelvic floor. And I know when I took my like uh, personal training certification, it mentioned every muscle in the body except for the pelvic floor. Yeah. I remember there was nothing about that at all. Yeah. I'm like, this is an important one. And women and men have pelvic yeah. floor issues. Anybody, yeah. kids can have pelvic floor issues. Um, I just had someone at work mention that their daughter kind of like can't hold it and like goes to pee on the floor. I'm like, she maybe needs the physical therapy for that. I don't know. It's it's a lot of things that happen like with um with injuries and with back injuries. Like quite often, this is an area that you need to rehab, um, and this happens to men and women. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when you're postpartum, um, a lot of women fall into technical term anterior pelvic tilt but where your hips tip forward and your like booty kind of pops out but if you think about what that does to your spine it really puts a uh, bigger curve there and a lot of stress on it so um a lot of okay. in not just pregnant people have that like lordosis right like lots of people do yeah yeah um and yeah like the, the one of the main issues is like when you've got weight pulling you forward like chances of you being able to actually go into neutral or tuck under or go into posterior tilt as well as like you know close to impossible absolutely uh, so that's something that i found anyway i don't know about you that afterwards is very very stuck after um giving birth like women will find it hard to actually change that afterwards um, and we'll find that that's what changed the most yes absolutely um 
anterior pelvic tilt is common, but so is posterior pelvic tilt. It's really individualized, which is what, you know, your mobility certification is all about, <laughs> figuring out what someone needs individually. Yeah, for sure. And like you had a few like major um, movements that you wanted to go through uh, that could help people um, postpartum specifically, I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can have issues anywhere in your body. Like we talked about your core is pretty much everything, but some of the really common pain points people say are like low back pain, SI joint pain, hip flexor pain, hips, like kind of really centered around your pelvis where most of the changes happen. Mm -hmm. So some of my favorite, um, low back ones are like banded cat cows. I love the band because you can put it low on your low back and then you can really work on tilting your pelvis is essentially what that sure. works on. Can we show people? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right, a little bit. Um, let me make sure you see me. All right. Yeah. I think we're good. All right. So you just put the band around your low back and then you're, you're focusing on just moving your back where your band is. So I'm not really moving my upper back, just my low back. So what's happening is I'm tipping my pelvis forward and backwards into that interior and posterior pelvic tilt. And, and this it, is quite relieving with uh, pain and tightness, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I just woke up, so it feels great to me right now. And then you can move up your spine a little bit more to your thoracic, which is another area that a lot of <laughs> women struggle with, especially thoracic rotation. But now you're focusing more on your center back. You might feel a little less movement here. And there's so many ways to do this, but this is a great one to start with in a quadruple position. I think it really helps. I like the half kneeling one, too, or not the half kneeling, the kneeling one too. I think yeah. it really helps you focus on controlling your back movement. I mean, some people can't like kneel on their, like actually kneel down. So then in which case they could sit or they could do this version. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is a f really, really good rehab exercise. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and then you also had a few others, didn't you? Yep, so um, another great one is uh, 9090s, and there's so many variations of these that you can do. Back up so you can see me enough. Oh, cool. So if, you, if you've watched Hallie's lives a lot, you know, what was that? I think Jason here just said he's definitely gonna give these a try. <laughs> oh, good, yeah, they feel great. Um, if you watched a lot of lives with Hallie, you've probably seen 9090s before, but these are the ones she had me start on, and I think they're a great starting point. You just kind of lean back, and you rotate your legs from side to side, and you should really feel the stretch kind of in your, um, the front of your hip. But this is great because it moves your hips into internal and external rotation. And I've seen uh, postpartum women struggle with both of them. I would say it's probably more common for internal, but this just feels lovely. Yeah, I'd say internal rotation is a big limitation because a lot of people don't train that. Um, and it definitely can become a big problem um, through pregnancy. Yes. It's actually crazy that the hips change so much. Um, and yes. 
sometimes like say you've got someone who's hypermobile you can have someone who's actually supposed like before could have been pretty flexible and it's actually got tighter <laughs> yeah so yeah these are really really good ones i've found a few people actually have found these uncomfortable so yeah really really tight just leaning back is like a nice way to regress it yes take some stress off yeah I, I have someone who has such poor internal rotation that she even just has a hard time getting into this position at all. So we yeah. actually yoga blocks with her to lift her um, tailbone up a little bit. Yeah. So she can get more comfortable in it. No, cool. um, yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes to make sure I don't miss any of my favorite ones. I'll actually, I'll do a post on like my top five postpartum okay. mobility. Yeah. Um, I think just going to go through like the main areas that are a problem um and then we want also wanted to talk about the upper body because obviously like you know women have to spend a lot of time here um yeah. but we do another live separately on that <laughs> yeah yeah there's there's so much to do there i mean we get a lot of a lot of rounded shoulders and it's common for um sway back you to have sway back after postpartum so that's kind of where you you kind of bunch your whole upper torso forward and it messes with your lower back spine too so oh. the best way to deal with that is really to work on your strength in your upper back and stretching your chest yeah that makes so much sense i mean um because i'm not experienced in this personally I've, I've not had a child um so i can't uh, like imagine what this is all like you know spending first of all you're tired <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, I mean, like everything changed. We all know how tiredness affects you. We all know how, like, when you haven't had enough sleep, you are more likely to get injured. You are more likely for things to get uh, torn. So yes. I can't imagine how that, because it's not like a bit of sleep depriv de deprivation. It's a lot. Yes. I, I mean, if, if anybody hasn't had a kid before, it's really common in the first month to be waking up every two hours or less to feed your baby. And, um, you know, feeding takes 15 to 30 minutes, depending on how fast your baby eats. And then you're back asleep for like an hour before the baby gets you up again. So early on postpartum, like exercise, as you think of, you know, running, hit, stuff like that, that just isn't where your body's at. Where yeah. your body is rehab and rest. Yeah. And breath work. Yes. Breath work is the first thing. I could talk about breath work forever, but breath work is the first thing that you should learn postpartum. And if you're working with someone who's not teaching you breath work to start, then they don't know what they're talking about. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Do you want to uh, tell us a little bit more about what happens? Sure. Yeah. With breathing. Yeah, absolutely. Back up so I can point to my torso a little bit. So you have your diaphragm sits right at the bottom of your ribs. And that's on one of your main breathing muscles brings your organs up and down basically then you have your pelvic floor which sits on the bottom and then all around your core musculature here think of it as your like your core canister i've heard it described as a soup can so your diaphragm's the top your pelvic floor is the bottom and then the sides are your musculature so when you breathe your diaphragm descends and your pelvic floor descends and your core musculature goes out to the side and then when you exhale, it all comes back in and your diaphragm and pelvic floor raise. You don't have to do anything to make this happen. It's natural. But when you're recovering postpartum, you've had such 
trauma to your pelvic floor. If you had a C-section, you have trauma to your lower abdominals and then your, your abs are just stretched out and naturally happens. 100% of people get diastasis recti. Another thing I could talk about forever. Not a big deal, everyone gets it, but breathing is the best way that you can get everything working together again. You can get your diaphragm and pelvic floor moving down together and your abs going out and then everything coming back in. And then most importantly is relaxing. You can get your muscles to relax because your back in particular is going to be really tight from taking over for nine months. I can imagine. I can imagine that's such a big change in the body. And you did a really good, um, I can't remember what it was, but you did some private YouTube videos where you were teaching about this. Yes, yeah, I have a, um, it's called 360 degree breath, but the idea is you are trying to expand your core in 360 degrees. Some, sometimes people teach belly breathing where all you'll see move is your belly go out and your belly come back in. But if you do that, you're neglecting your side ribs, your low back, um, your, your lower abs, you're kind of, you're neglecting the system working as a unit. So that 360 degree breathing really teaches you about expanding all of it. Cool. Uh, where can people find this? Um, I think I switched the video that's in my link in bio, but I'll actually put that one back in because it's one of my favorites. Oh. Yeah. The one I have in now is how to Kegel because that's another thing people probably have not been necessarily taught before, but. Yeah, if you have a landing page, let me know. Um, send it to me yeah. and I'll put it um, in my story somewhere and then we can, you know, help people find it. Cause that Absolutely. sounds like a really good thing to watch and learn about. Yes, and um, all of these things that we just talked about, my partner and I are releasing an eight week postpartum program. Yeah. Uh, next Friday. Yeah, so a little less than a week from now. And we have put all of this in there because we understand how important breath work is and mobility and recovery. So our program is unique in that we really tackle mobility. Cool, so what is it that you're doing? Who is, who is this program for? And um, what is it exactly you're gonna be teaching over this time? Sure, so uh, the program is for either newly postpartum women or someone who's never trained their they've never performed training considering their pelvic floor and their core and how it functions together because it's it's a learning process if you've never done it before it's going to take you a while to figure it out so it's it starts really gentle rehab movements it's meant for people who just got their clearance so usually around six to eight weeks postpartum um starts with breathing gentle mobility gentle strength and then over the course of eight weeks it progressively gets more challenging um, it also comes with an information guide on things like pelvic organ prolapse, diastasis recti, posture, how posture affects um, uh, your recovery, um, how to progress. And then one of my favorite ones is a return to run check sheet, because a lot of women are like, oh, running is something I can do with my baby. I can put my baby in the stroller and go for a run. But the research is poor, but... There's at least one um, really thorough study from 2019 that suggests that you shouldn't even consider returning to running until 16 weeks. Wow. Okay. And even at that point, it's um, returning at a run-walk pace. So you might run for a minute, walk for four minutes, for 30 minutes, and yeah. move up from there. So kind of full of some great information. Um, yeah. This is, this is stuff that isn't out there. This is, you know 
loads of people they basically get okay yeah you're clear you're good to go and there's no guidance nothing yes absolutely and some people might be fine with that everybody recovers differently but me personally um you know i've been an athlete my whole life i was doing crossfit while i was pregnant i expected to return to it quickly i didn't i took way longer to recover than i thought i would and yeah. honestly i haven't fully recovered until I really started focusing on mobility training. It's made yeah. a huge difference in everything. I think that's because mobility training is not really often talked about in terms of how the joints really affect your core. Absolutely. Uh, so like with most pains, whether you've got like a shoulder injury or a hip injury or a knee injury, it's all related. It's all connected. Um, but when it comes to something as large as your core, when it starts at your shoulders and it ends at your hips, you know, there's a lot to look into that. Even your feet could be like influencing that because it'll be influencing how you walk yes. and then everything else. Uh, someone here. Just, sorry, go I ahead. I just read a study about how feet change so much during pregnancy that it changes your gait. So yeah, your feet are something that need to be. Considered. Yeah, that makes I mean, with the way the body starts changing, like the, first of all, the hormones going through your body, changing the way that your hips can sit and moving your bones around. I mean, if you just think about that, that's crazy. What happens yes. in the human body? And then after that, like, how's that gonna impact function? Um, and also we know how bad it is, say when you've got an injury and you can't move something for a while. So say you have your arm in a cast and you can't move it. How does that affect your neck and your shoulder? I mean this is suddenly there's many many different movements you cannot do right after. so this is going to make a big big impact someone here is saying like um after a year of bad posture and hip i'm guessing hip tightness can we fix it um absolutely yes, yes. you you can have you know a you know quote unquote poor posture like it depends what that really means but yeah Usually, like the way I like to think about it is, can you control it? Can you go into different positions? If this is something like, you know, you, you cannot control, then yeah, we do. It does need to be worked on. Um, but a year is not a huge amount of time. Actually, when you're talking postpartum recovery, I don't even think your, your core musculature fully recovers, arguably longer than a year, but until a year. Yeah. M mine is actually... I have diastasis recti. Again, I could talk about it forever. It's a hot topic. It's not as big of a deal as people make it out to be. But before I started um, training with you, I had a two finger gap and could make my stomach bulge a little bit. I could like make my, basically make my insides poke out. I realized like a week ago that I'm down to a one finger gap and my tension's way better. Wow. Oh, and it's not something to do anything about that. No, no, we weren't. We weren't focusing on it. We've been working on my posture and my upper body strength and my yeah. hip mobility and everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's the cool thing about mobility. It's like if you look at the whole body and this is a system you use, which is, you know, assessing every single joint in the human body and assessing movement and then working on, you know, what every single imbalance that we found everything starts working right again. Like you can't basically have a human body that has functioning joints fully and have something go wrong. That's really, really unlikely. So. Absolutely. Okay. So same person. I think this guy's called Jack. I'm assuming. Sorry if I got that wrong. Uh, oh, uh, yep. Great point. I was suffering from round shoulders and I was getting pain when trying to exercise the triceps. Yeah. So like definitely look into your shoulder joint mobility. Um, joint assessments are available with me and Ellen. 
if you need someone to help you with that. Um, but it sounds like there's a restriction somewhere in the scapula or the shoulder joint. Could be somewhere else, could be thoracic. Um, but that could be affecting quite a few things. And if you're not able to get out of that position comfortably or not able to fully use your shoulder joint or your scapula, then this will be causing imbalances and compensations when you move. So that's worth looking into. Um, looking through all of this. Yeah. Go through? I can't remember. <laughs> I think we might. What was that? Did we have another exercise to go through? No. Um, or did we? we? We, we talked about the upper body stuff, but... <laughs> yeah. I think what we'll do is maybe do another live on upper body um, mobility, perhaps, for postpartum women specifically. But also, I mean, this, this relies uh, also to other people. I mean, um, men yeah. will all benefit from these exercises anyway, but specifically for the side effects of postpartum, I suppose. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. We'll cover that. So yeah, um, I will put some links up so that you guys can find Ellen um, and you can find all these cool things that she's offering. So I'll put that in my stories. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Hallie. It's been fun. Could talk yeah. about this all day. <laughs> I know. We've got so many different topics to go through. Um, and yeah, if you guys have any questions, pop them into the um, comments uh, once we repost this and we'll cover it in the next live. Absolutely. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, have a good weekend. You too. All right, bye.